Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this It's been a while, yes. Yeah, and the reason we have you on is the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience is coming up at the Wild Sheep Show. Coming up in January, just a couple weeks away now. Yep, one of our favorite things to talk about this time of year, even though we couldn't remember if we had you on last year or not. And and I don't think so. I think it's been a couple years since we've talked this up. And that's because um, this is the first year it's completely back. We're, We're back, full back, lots of volunteers, lots of stations, lots of fun for the kids this year. So uh, this is our 46th year of Sheep Show, which is our big fundraising event for the year for raising money for wild sheep. And this is our 12th year of the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience, which doesn't seem like it's been that many years. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And then 12 years, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, it was from, I mean, it seems like we were doing it in the basement, like just not that long ago of the casino and change locations, trying to figure it all out and bussing all the kids in and how that all worked. And And that first year, there's 120 kids, you know, for the whole thing, you know, and now we, you know, have about 1500 kids in the three days that come through. Yeah. We, we kind of knew that when that first year went as smooth as it did and all the positive feedback that that thing was going to get, was going to get bigger. It was funny talking at the beginning with Ryan and he's like, how can we do something indoors that connects kids to the outdoors and going through all the different stations and the topics and all that. And yeah, glad it's it's come a long way. It has. Yeah. And I was going to ask, I mean, a lot of our listeners know what it is, but just for those who don't, can you do a brief sum? I mean, it sounds really cool based off of what Aaron was saying. Yeah, absolutely. So the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience is it's an indoor event because it is in January and it's really just there to excite and inspire kids about the outdoors and wildlife conservation. Uh, We bus in kids on January 12th and 13th for kind of a private event. And then Saturday, we open it up on the 14th to the public and just have this year over over 40 different hands on stations, all 100 percent free for the families. some of the shooting sports stuff with archery and then once they get the chance to target some of 
Especially with that being said, you can do all that um, around the rose gold time of year. For instance, we put into our summer meetings with the ski groups. Yeah, when we were going over the stations at the beginning, it was we were kind of rattling off things that we did at Endow, and every time we said something, Ryan was like, "Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do that. Let's do that." And then um, basically anything we think is fun, kids think is fun too, and it's kind of evolved into this like learning. They get a lot of stuff that they don't know they're learning about um, at the same time. And then Ryan's come up with some other great additions to the program through it through over the years. And yeah, there's tons of stations for kids to do it. And you, you won't see them all. No. And there's something for everybody, you know, right. all ages, you know, we have those, those nature crafts that, you know, old kids like, but those little kids can do as well. Uh, the rock climbing wall and kayaking pools. And so those at more adventure type sports and, you were mentioning archery. We have six archery stations this year, six different archery stations, which is pretty amazing with the hover archery and stick at archery and trap archery. And so you do, you have a whole bunch of different spectrums. And when we started, even at the convention center, you know, we had the F meeting rooms and it's like, all right, this is pretty neat. Or I guess we're in the ballrooms first and the F meeting rooms. And there's that whole hall four that was just, well, let's just do archery there. And now I'm planning and I'm looking at, okay, how am I going to fit all this into the whole hall four and the F meeting rooms? Yeah. We're almost, almost to the point of outgrowing a space that we never ever thought we'd fathomly fill. Yeah. It's, um, when you look at the space that we are in, it's almost as big as the actual sheep show yeah. as far as square footage. And I've we tried occupy. to ask how many square feet. No one at the convention center can tell me because I think that'd be a cool statistic just yeah, to I, have, I, how big it, it is. It seems like looking back how big it is. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple other things that I, I would like to mention about the fact that um, say you're a family that doesn't do a lot of outdoor stuff, but this is a great way to get into both of those things that are kind of outdoors and um, and you'll make contacts there. Like there's so many booths for other opportunities and other um, agencies and groups that can like you can help you take your next step to being an outdoor agency. One of those would be um, I'm going to name them all, but the Mesa TRTs. Yeah, I, in terms of stations, we just have so many stations. We have uh, um, live raptors, so a group bringing in some live falcons and hawks. We have rock climbing wall, duck calling, where they get to learn to blow a duck call and then keep that call. Um, we have these uh, bass fishing boats coming in, some professional bass fishers in our area, I guess. And uh, they helped us out this summer with an event, and it was great. They brought these amazing bass boats and then talked to the kids, had some little casting challenges with them. Um, we'll have several laser shots, I think, this year. The kayak pool that Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops 
uh, brings in is just amazing. It's usually a, either the 8,000 gallon pool or a 10,000 gallon pool that the kids get kind of float in. Um, I'm excited this year we have the University of Wyoming coming down with three or four different stations and one of those is learning you know a big part of this is conservation and what is conservation and you know we try to teach them with with wild sheep which is what our organization is all about is sometimes you have to capture them in one area where they're doing well and transfer them to another area and let them go in a historic range and so they're bringing down their dart guns and we're actually going to have a, a target of a bighorn sheep that they're going to watch you know the professionals dart and then they have a series of you know kids dart guns that they're going to get to shoot at the sheep as well with that it's like we're making young uh, wildlife teaching yeah. them early ready to go. yeah so and then they're going to do telemetry with hiding one of the uh, collars somewhere in the sheep or in, in the youth area and then they'll go out and try to find it uh, so it's good we have you know it's just a touch of it you know all the archery stations and um, nature crafts, we have New Mexico Wildlife Federation is coming. I've been working with her to design something that they're used to working with kids outdoors in the outdoor environments. And so we're, we're trying to recreate an indoor environment that looks outdoors. So we're going to put plastic down and bring in, I think, dirt and sticks and pine cones and, and talk about leave no trace ethics and um, a bunch mm. of stuff there. So I'm excited because that's a new one. And she's been excited to come for the last couple of years and just hasn't been able to. Right, and you're saying like, hey, you're creating wildlife professionals. It's not like I know you're joking, but it's real. There's kids that will leave this event and probably want to go into wildlife. I mean, there's so many kids that go through there, but there's all the stations. There's the career presentations that when we bus in kids, um, and they're getting little bits and pieces of potential career opportunities. And there's kids that love the outdoors or love, you know, maybe they wanted to be a veterinarian because they like animals, but then they turn and now they're going to be a wildlife veterinarian, right? They want to work with bighorn sheep or they want to be a biologist because they like working outside or maybe they want to come get Zach and I's job and be outdoor education and you want to teach people how to shoot bows or learn how to blow a duck call or something like that. So it's, it is pretty exciting and it's, it's very fun to, uh, to take part in for sure. Yeah, and you, it's really funny when you walk. You can watch your family walk in. They sign in, and then it's just like they take off. And it's kids going this way and that way, and then they're finished there, and they're going to get in the line to do the next one. And like Ryan said, there's so many different stations that you'd be surprised. There's kids of all different types, and they pick what they like, and that's kind of the cool part about it. It is neat. You know, and we too, do try to market this too. You know, We know that there's a lot of families that are into the outdoors, but we want to also captivate those families that, that haven't found that connection yet because we know that, you know, the more people we get involved with wanting to respect and conserve the outdoors, that, you know, that's the future conservationist right there. So if we can introduce them to some of these things and get them hooked, you know, hopefully down the road, they're going to have that desire to, to help protect and make sure that spot's there to recreate on in the future. Yeah, so Thursday and Friday, we bus in kids. Um, we have about about 300 kids a day that we bus in for a private experience. And they go through uh, some keynote presentations, one on wildlife conservation with the focus on bighorn sheep. Like, what does it look like to truly conserve bighorn sheep? What does it take? How much does it cost? Where does the money come from? 
Um, and then they go into these outdoor careers. And that's where, you know, really seeing some jobs that maybe they've never even heard of before. And so we have some different fish biologists. Um, we have um, a falconer. We have a Dutch oven cooker who basically goes around and, and does Dutch oven at, at weddings and rodeos and stuff like that. And so there are a, a variety of different jobs, both very much professional college level and others that are just guiding or outfitting taxidermists, you know, those type of career paths. And then they come back for lunch. Um, and as they're eating, we fly in our scholarship winners for the Wild Sheep Foundation. So we have an undergraduate and a graduate both going into wildlife management. So they get to talk about their path to what got them where they are now, what inspired them as a kid to, to go into a job of wildlife conservation. And they show photos of them out in the field catching deer, catching elk. Um, and I think it really lets the kids see, you know, not from a person who looks like an adult, but a person who looks a little closer to their age. Oh, wow, this isn't that far away, possibly. Um, and then after that, we open up the hands-on stations for about two, two and a half hours. And they just do that all afternoon until they have to load the buses and head back. That's probably going to be a day that <laughs> you're very excited for. I mean, the school to go and have fun. It is great. It's a full day. We have the buses pick them up literally when the bell rings in the morning and then drops them off five minutes before the bell. So it's a full day field trip, which is fantastic. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Nevada. Long gone to if you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation. We also have Endow's Zach Campbell, and we have a few special guests who we'll get to in just a couple minutes. But we wanted to wrap up what we were talking about in the first half of the show, which today we're talking all about the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience, which is part of the Wild Sheep Show. And Ryan, you were explaining how the first two days of the Youth Wildlife Conservation Experience is a field trip for kids which includes career presentations? Yep, so we have outdoor career presentations, and they, if they do, um, there's three presentations and three sessions of those. So the kids get to choose, and they have a, a program, and they, they look through there, and they decide, oh, I'm, I'm interested in this, and they'll go, and it's about 20, 25 minutes, Then they have five minutes, and they switch and go to a different one. Um, and th So they'll go to three different presentations, but there's nine kind of to choose from there. Nice, and one of those sitting right in this room with us. Zach, you're giving one of those presentations, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just like basically uh, letting the kids know all the different careers within the endow. You know, you, a lot of times the general public doesn't know how many divisions we even have and the jobs that, the, the, the work that those divisions do, and that's, yeah, whether it's this class at the sheep show or just our job as the conservation education division within endow, uh, we tell them that story and all the great work that our biologists do. But um, in telling that story, we created a really good video that highlights all of the projects that Endow does in the divisions. Um, so now we can turn that into a career presentation because all those are jobs. And it's not always a biologist. We have so much other support staff, uh, licensing agents. So fish, but then you get into some of the really good uh, fisheries work and game work, habitat work. 
at least go over all the different jobs that, that you could possibly get in conservation and, and in that. Exactly. And we have fiscal, fiscal <laughs> division, um, our call center, really all types of backgrounds could yeah. come and work here. That's great. Now. Those are all great careers, like yeah. lifelong careers, and then there's a bunch of different um, ways to get your foot in the door that we like to highlight. So up-and-coming people that want to get into conservation, it's a great way to, you know, see what we do and kind of open up their eyes to all the different stuff that we do. Yeah, and when I first heard you were getting the presentation, I thought you were just specifically going to be talking about your job, which is cool, but it's awesome that you're speaking for all of us. So that has yeah. to feel pretty, pretty important. You're yeah. speaking I, I for the department. Important. <laughs> important, so. And then I get an opportunity to say how important I am. <laughs> yeah. How important we are. Uh, yeah. And the work that we do is fun to share. Yeah. That has to be a good time. And then a few of the people who are actually going to be part of the field trip day, and you guys have experienced it, um, the event on the free open to the public day. So now you're going to be on another side of it, and you're going to be there for a field trip. We have Riley Brock, Ryan's daughter, and we also have Luke Bryant. Thank you guys both for being here, and we're excited to hear all about what you're looking forward to. Um, Riley, let's start with you. Do you have a favorite station that you're looking forward to? Um, yeah, mine's probably the hands-on station because I think it's cool that I get to touch like things that I can't touch in real life. That's a good one. Every time I walk by that one, it looks so fun. Um, and you're actually going to be part of your dad's class this year. How does that feel? It feels kind of weird. Because <laughs> usually you've been just coming when everyone else does. Are you excited to see it from the perspective of one of your dad's students? Yeah. That has to be exciting. Luke, what about you? What are you excited for? Um, I'm also excited for the hands-on stations. Um, I like I like those because you can kind of because you can kind of experience some stuff that you can't really in person in real life. Like you can't go walk up and touch an elk hide. Um, yeah, that's why I like the hands-on stations. Exactly, and like I said, it's always fun seeing those ones and all the wildlife educators out there. Um, Brian, how does it feel for you to have? You know, it's been neat because I've seen both of these um, kids grow up, and Riley's been, you know, helping me set up and tear down for you know a decade, and she's gone as a young kid on the free general public day, um, but she's never experienced you know the 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 much higher educational and academic event on the field trip day. They're very very different. They get the hands-on experience but they learn so much about conservation on those field trip days that you just can't do in that, that other day when it's just the stations going on. And then Luke has been there for years. How many years have you come to, sh to Sheep Show and gone to the Youth Wildlife Conservation um, Experience? I've been going for almost my whole life. and So you yeah. kind of carried probably some of the first couple of years. Yeah. Awesome. And so, yeah, you know, I'd see him every year there. And this year, you know, he... he I'm a school teacher in town, too, and he goes to my school, and I'm like, man, why don't you come and talk? Because him and his father reached out to me and said he'd love to go volunteer on that Saturday. And so it's neat because he gets to go on the field trip as well, and then he's going to come back and volunteer on Saturday. And so it just seemed like he'd have a good perspective to talk from a, a kid's perspective on, you know, what he's liked and why it's important for kids to go see this stuff. Yeah, Luke, how does that feel to be the one representing kids and explaining to other kids why it's so cool? Um, it feels like an honor because I've been, I, all I've done is for my whole life, I've just been going there and now I'm on a podcast talking about it. 
that is pr we're excited to have you on here talking about it we're talking to like a mini wildlife professional <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and zach these kids could be in your presentation you're well, getting. i hope so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be looking for them now for sure <laughs> do you guys have any um career presentations you're looking forward to or thinking of signing up for and they don't know yet so oh, the, the day so before the day before they get to go, they get to see a digital version in the class. And then they'll kind of get an idea how to read it. And then when they show up, they'll get that paper version. So they'll have an idea um, on that Thursday before they attend. Um, at this point, they really haven't been told much yet in the classroom. Got it. So something to look forward to. Um, Luke, are you thinking of maybe a future in wildlife? Um, maybe, yeah. I mean, it would be pretty cool to kind of help and work with the sheep show and it would just be a cool thing to do yeah and you're already on the right track just educating other kids about responsibly being outdoors and the different outdoor recreation opportunities riley what about you with your dad so heavily involved um yeah that'd probably end up something you might look yeah. into someday <laughs> and then ryan what are you most looking forward to with having these two here on the field trip day you know i I like that field trip day a lot because we have um, all these young kids coming in and a couple parent volunteers and teachers and they all walk away with something new. Um, you know, both of these kids have done a lot of events like this. They're both very much into the outdoors, but coming to this experience, they're still going to learn and walk away with a bunch of new things that they hadn't known before. And I think that's hard to say that a lot of events do that all the time. You know, a lot of times when you know a lot about it, you show up, you have fun. Um, but I really know that, that these two students are going to show up and walk away with a lot more knowledge about bighorn sheep and conservation than they came with. Exactly, and they've already learned so much over the years, and now they're going to learn even more. Absolutely. How could people who are listening and they want to get involved, um, I know the main day is free, but what about for teachers who hear about this podcast? So, yeah, if, you know, we're always looking for school groups to bring. Um, every year it, it does fill up. We kind of have waiting lists sometimes. Um, and now's the time that we're starting to recruit for next year. So um, if you're interested, you know, it can reach out to me. Um, I don't know if it's best to give information right here or if, um, oh, yeah. yeah. So it. my email address is rbrock at wildsheepfoundation.org. That's R-B-R-O-C-K. And reach out, say that you're interested. Um, you know, if you're interested in helping and volunteering, we're always looking for volunteers as well. Okay, that was going to be my next question. Can people still volunteer for next, for this year? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we can always use help. You know, that Saturday event, we have um, a lot of people checking in at the door. We, we try to do, you know, who, who's here, why are you coming, how did you hear about the event? We want to know just some basic things to give us information on how many kids are we impacting in, mm -hmm. in, in, in that one day. And, uh, and so we always need help checking in people. Um, we always have stations that could use some extra help. Um, a lot of those nature crafts, there's a lot of beads to pick up. I bet. I know. I've <laughs> seen it. That's another thing is there's art stations, too. There I are, yeah. that in the first half we were saying there's something for everyone. Yeah. Um, so, and one of the popular ones is, you know, making little arrowhead or bear claw necklaces and beadwork and stuff. And it's just the kids love it. And some will sit there for an hour and others come through and, you know, 10 minutes and they're ready for something else. So, always something and something for every single personality and interest.
And then, so for the day that's open to the public, do they need to do anything before coming? Nope. So is, this is taking place at the Reno Sparks Convention Center, um, and it is on Saturday, January 14th. The event starts at 10 and closes at 4, and they just need to make sure they come down to Hall 4. When you walk in there, there's going to be the big entrance to the Sheep Show where you have to pay to go into the exhibit hall. We're not in the actual exhibit hall. We're down at Hall 4 in the F meeting rooms. And they just need to come down there, and uh, we have our own little registration coming in, and that's where it's all at. And the great thing, too, is on that Saturday, if you bring a kid down, we'll give you a voucher that you can go exchange to get into the exhibit hall for free. Oh, cool. So you could come there and then... Come hang out for a couple hours in the youth area, and then take your family down to the exhibit hall area and see kind of uh, you know the economic side of wildlife conservation, because a lot of what takes place at the other side is where we raise money and, and, uh, and spend on conservation. And I think you may have mentioned it in the first half, but you just said how important it is. You like to have an idea of how many students and how many kids are coming to the event. Do you, how many kids are coming? So this is our, our, our 12th year. Um, and in those years, we have had, um, oh man, 12,370 kids. And the last three years, we've had an average, you know, between 1,100 and 1,500 kids. Um, a year and and Saturday usually we hit kind of a thousand kids or 1200 kids just on that one day exactly and you I mean right before the break Aaron was saying just how far it's come so to hear that many kids are coming in there and being impacted by that event it's amazing it does it has just kept growing every year you know we had a little bit of impact when COVID kind of hit but we had our event before that time the next year we did a digital one and uh, had a pretty unique event that way, but it, th there's there's nothing that compares to hands-on doing the stuff and learning through doing. I'm excited it's back. Um, Riley, Luke, anything else? Um, you don't have to if you don't have anything to say, but anything else you want to share with other kids to get them to come there on Saturday? Like, I'm seeing their head shake. I think they filled us in pretty good. I just want to give you as one more opportunity. I think they're being a little shy. <laughs> both these two I have to pretty much pull them away from the stations when they're actually at the event so <laughs> I think Luke cast it about a thousand times last year so I, I was going to ask him real quick what do you guys think about the main hall like the main room what do you guys go, like going and check out um I usually like to do all of the gear that like I use on hunts a lot um like in the main hall and I like it because it's just cool to see all of the like stuff that people have created and the gear and the companies that they have. That's a good point. And I like yeah. looking at the taxidermy. You like looking mm -hmm. at the taxidermy? Yeah. Too? What about you, Riley? Um, usually I don't get anything, but I like to look at them. Yeah. Like. There's check a lot of cool mm -hmm. stuff in there. Like you said, the taxidermy. That's what yeah. usually catches Riley's attention. I've noticed. We'll go yeah. look at all the sheet mounts and just amazing things to look at in there. Yeah, when I walk through with my boys, they're like, oh, look at that, yeah, look at that, look at that. And they like seeing like the big bears and all the sheep. And, yeah. yeah, well, Riley and Luke, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's hard when we put you on the spot with podcast questions, but you both did great. And it's awesome to hear from kids and hear what you guys think of the whole event all around. And Ryan? Thank you so much for being here. Anything else you want to say? I don't think so. You know, the, the, the other thing that happens on Saturday is the tracks program, and that's specifically designed for uh, like 12 to 17-year-olds. They come to the youth area, they get a special card, and then they go to the exhibit hall and follow sheep tracks on the floor to about seven different vendors, and those vendors teach them things like how, to, how you adjust a pack, 
how you choose a good set of binoculars. What do the numbers mean? How do you really set those up? So they learn something more at a higher level. Um, they turn their card in to a special raffle, and then we have donated packs from Mystery Ranch. Um, we have Kinetrek boots. We have Sitka gear. All those organizations that are helping us have donated something, and then we would do a big raffle at 3 o'clock back in the youth area and give away some really nice things, including Leica binoculars. So really, really awesome. Absolutely. And again, what day is the day open to the public? Uh, January 14th opens at 10 o'clock and closes at 4. It's been a great partnership. We couldn't do it without the Nevada Department of Wildlife. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.